Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Wednesday morning. Um, we have Ben Break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, um, making sure we are being fed and that we're receiving something from God this week. This is our space and atmosphere to make sure that we are li- we are in God's, you know, um, space at least one time this week. Of course, there should be many more, but, um, you know, I'm just glad to say that I spent this time with you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling, but I thank God for this atmosphere and this space and this opportunity to share him, to bring people closer to him, and to give us this space to learn of him. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a new day. Thank you for life. Thank you for strength. Thank you for being a God that is so great and amazing and a God that we can depend on. Um, Thank you for being a God that I can go to for anything. Thank you for being a God that's always there to listen and to help and to um, give me my next step. Um, I thank you, Lord, for um, the connections that you've blessed me with in my lifestyle. I thank you, God, for every listener on this call. Um, I thank you, God, for all of us being able to share one atmosphere just to listen to your voice, God, just to hear from you and be fed. So I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for every single soul listening today. Um, I thank you for their life, Lord. And with that being said, please, I I ask for forgiveness, God, for all of us. Um, please forgive us for anything wrong we may have done to you, to ourselves, or to anybody around us, Lord. Please help us to be better people and purify our hearts, Lord, daily. Daily purify our hearts, God, so that... Um, You know, we can do better and walk with a better step. Um, I thank you and I praise you, Lord. And today I pray and ask you for you to remove me out the way, God. Any piece of me that's um, message or in this episode, in this atmosphere, Lord, I pray that you pull it away and that you add what you want to go forth, God. Um, I thank you and I praise you for lives that will be changed. Um, or even just moments right now where somebody could be low, Lord. I pray that you give them something to hold on to. Um, and I thank you, and I praise you in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. Okay, so good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, this morning we just have a Bible story, and that's it. I'm just going to read this. Um, I had did a – okay, so yesterday – well, was today, Wednesday – Monday, I had um, hung out with my friends or whatever. We had, like, a work day. We're all, for the most part, all of us are, like, entrepreneurs or we have businesses or whatever and um, or aspiring businesses. And we had a work day, right? So we're all talking and stuff. And um, I forgot how we got on the topic of God. Um, I think that maybe me and my friend are making a card game. So I think that, like, in one of the questions was about God. I think that that's how we got on God. But anywho. We were all talking about, um, no, that's not what it was. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> sorry, y'all. The point is that we had ended up talking about Bible study and stuff, and my friends had, two of my friends had went to a Bible study like two weeks ago. So I'm asking them how was it or whatever, and I asked them, you know, what church did y'all go to? So they said they went to this church named Victory, and I'm like, what? That's crazy. I'm like, which one? Because it's different locations. They told me the location. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy, because I got invited to that same church for Bible study. So by somebody totally different. So that was just crazy to me. 
that, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are the odds that we all got invited? Not we all, but three of us got invited to the same church for the same Bible study by different people. So we felt like that was, like, you know, crazy or whatever, and that we had to go. So Bible study was yesterday. I missed it. <laughs> I did. I forgot all about Bible study. So what I did was have my own, and today I want to share the Bible study that I came across. I'm going to share it with y'all. And this is as I I told y'all I have a whole nother um, idea for Zen Break. I have a whole nother way of going with Zen Break and not really a whole nother way, just, um, you know, a whole nother um, segment I kind of want to bring to this this segment. So I'm still working on that. I'm still figuring out the kinks and the details. Because like I said two weeks ago, I believe in everything being in decency and in order and having all your ducks in a row when you present something, especially when it's for God. So I'm not, no, I'm not going to lie. I am shying away from the from the idea, but also at the same time, I'm still making sure everything's together so I can execute it the best way as possible. So in the meantime, between time, we're not just going to not do our episodes. Um, I'm going to just share my, my um, what is it called, my Bible study I had with myself. I want to share it with y'all because I loved it and I enjoyed it so much. And our topic is obedience. Um, I tried to think of like a fancy topic this morning, but child, obedience, <laughs> that's the topic. And we're going to come from Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. Um, and, you know, feel free, of course, to open up a notebook or something or, you know, jot down or just go to the Bible app and highlight these scriptures or go to your Bible, you know, your hardcover Bible. Even let's say you're in your bed right now, you haven't picked that Bible up in years, months, it's dust on it. Pick it up right now and open up to Second Kings chapter 4. <laughs> and don't forget that the topic is obedient. So, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But, yeah, Second Kings chapter 4. I was giving everybody time to get to it if y'all were. So Second Kings chapter 4, and this story is about, it's a popular story in the Bible, but I've never personally read it for myself. I just always heard about it. So it definitely touched me in a different way to where I always hear, the story is about the oil that kept flowing. Um, and I, the way I always heard it was about, um, you know how significant the oil is and how God will always provide or whatever. And, yes, of course, that's a significant um, lesson in this, of course, that God will always provide. And that's one of the points I want to make. But for me, what stood out the most was obedience. Um, and what brought me to this, this um, do I want to go all over there? Because, you know, sometimes you can just get off topic and, like, girl, that wasn't necessary. I'm going to just say that I was watching a sermon yesterday that my friend had sent me, and it mentioned this, but the emphasis was on the fact that um, the woman had to close the door in this to remember as we flow through the story. But um, he put emphasis on the fact that she closed the door. Um, so, you know, when God gives us steps or when God gives us um, directions, every single step is important. I don't care if God says, go over there, or a person that's flowing through God, like God is telling, you know, God could be speaking to somebody to do something. What if the instruction is go over there and tap that tree and then shake the tree three times? You know what I'm saying? It could be something crazy. I'm not, I'm just saying that we should follow steps exactly how God gives us because it could be very significant. So the way I heard the story 
or the importance that was put on the story. Yesterday when I heard it was about the closed door. And normally when I hear it, it's about how God will always provide and give us more than enough. Uh, uh, he'll give us an abundance. But the way I seen it was about obedience. So, um, yeah, let's start. We just gonna, we just going to start. I feel like I'm rambling, y'all. So we have Second Kings chapter 4. Um, I don't know where I'm going to stop. Oh, okay, I'm going to read 1 through 7. That's the whole story, 1 through 7. And I have the New International Reader's version of the scriptures, which you can still follow along in whatever script, you know, um, version you have. So it says, the wife of a man from the group of the prophets cried out to Elisha. She said, my husband is dead. You know how much respect he had for the Lord, but he owed money to somebody. And now that person is coming to take my boys away. They will become his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? She said, this is what she said, I don't have anything. I don't have anything there at all. All I have is a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around to all your neighbors, ask them for empty jars, get as many as you can, then go inside your house, shut the door behind you and your sons, pour it into all of the jars. As each jar is filled, put it over one Put it, put it over to one side. The woman left him. Then she shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she spoke to one of her sons and said, bring me another jar. But he replied, there aren't any more left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God about it. He said, go and sell the oil. Pay what you owe. You and your sons can live on what is left. Okay. Let's go back up. We're going to walk through it. But I promise y'all it's so good. Well, I, I I love it. I hope y'all love it too. But we have verse one. What stood out to me in this verse was, it's very simple. It's just, you know, the woman running down, um, the wife of a man. The wife of a man said, my husband is dead. You know how much respect he had for the Lord, but he owed money to somebody. And now that person is coming to take my boys away. They will become his slaves. What's stood out to me when I was going through my Bible study is that, you know, we have to open our mouth. We have to use the resources God has given us and God has provided for us. You know, don't be so prideful or on your high horse or that God has always taken care. I've never had to ask. I've never had to, I've never needed help. I don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we have to open up our mouth and say, hey, I need help. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm going through this. Hey, you know, whatever. We don't know what blessings are being held through somebody else. So when we feel the spirit, when we feel God telling, or we just feel it to, like, you know, ask that person. Or that, you know what I'm saying, like, do with what God has given you. And that even goes for, even if it's just advice. Because she's just saying, like, telling him, this is what I have going on. You get what I'm saying? Talk, communicate. We never know if somebody else is holding our blessing or holding our breakthrough or holding a word just for us. We never know. So that stood out to me is that she was humble enough to be able to ask and tell somebody and vent and open up that, hey, I need help. I'm going through this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. I'm I'm in distress. I need help. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with telling somebody that you need help. So that's what stood out to me because there's a lot of people that are strong or or putting on a facade to have to be strong just because God, you know what I'm saying, just because strength looks like, I don't know. I can't say strength looks like this because it really doesn't. But whatever, however we think strength looks like, that's what we try to put on, some people. So that's what stood out to me in that verse. Keep going. It says, Elisha replies to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? 
she says, I don't have anything there at all. All I have is a small jar of olive oil. How are you going to say I don't have nothing there at all? I don't have anything except, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to say that? So that's what stood out to me is that that part, I don't have anything there at all. All I have is a small jar of olive oil. So sometimes, uh, we're just going to keep going. I can't say that part yet. Okay, let's just keep going. Elisha said, go around to all your neighbors, ask them for empty jars. Get as many as you can. So, okay, let me read the next one with it. Elisha said, go around to all your neighbors, ask them for empty jars, get as many as you can. Then go inside your house, shut the door behind you and your sons, pour oil into all the jars. As each jar is filled, put it over to one side. So, the script, what came to my mind, hold on, let me pull up the scripture, the reference scripture I want to use. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Proverbs, hold on. Sorry, y'all. I'm going to read it one more time, the scripture we have. Back to Second Kings. Sorry, I just want to read it one more time so that we get the reference I'm making. Elisha said, go around to all your neighbors, ask them for empty jars, get as many as you can. Then go inside your house, shut the door behind you and your sons, pour oil into all the jars. As each jar is filled, put it over to one side. You get what I'm saying? And the scripture that came to my mind was, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. And all your ways obey him, that he will make your path smooth and straight. Y'all, what is he talking about? You know what I'm saying? I just told you all I have is a little jar of oil. That's all I got. You want me to go around to my neighbors and ask them for more jars and then fill up the jar, fill up those empty jars and put it over to one side? Like, what are you talking about? You get what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? But sometimes we can't lean on our own understanding. We have to trust God through these situations. You get what I'm saying? That's why I use the reference of, like, let's say somebody tells you to go out there, tap the tree, take the tree. You know what I'm saying? Whatever somebody tells you, when, when not whatever. But when we're in a, a pickle like this and all we have is faith, all we have is to, why not try this? You know what I'm saying? Why not try this? It could go. It could work. It could move. You get what I'm saying? So we may not be able to understand, but God knows. You get what I'm saying? Or even, okay, yeah. And then the other thing that I, I that came to my mind with this board, what was it? I feel like I'm everywhere, y'all. Any, sorry, I'm going to just keep going. Then go inside your house, shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. As each jar is filled, put it over to one side. It says, as each jar is filled meaning there will be more than one. You get what I'm saying? Like, as he, that, would be, that would be so mind-blowing to me. Like, like really imagine that. I, I said all I, all I told you is I have a small jar of oil in my house. You tell me to go do all of this, and then you add as each jar is filled, put it over to one side. That takes a crazy amount of faith also to be obedient to go do it. That's what stood out to me the most in this, in this scripture is, you got to have the obedience and the faith to go hand in hand to, to execute this plan or to execute this blessing. You have to have faith and obedience because this sounds crazy. It really does, but you got to have crazy faith sometimes. When God gives you something, or let's get, let's get out of this context and let's say, like, if God gives you a vision, if God gives you a plan, if God gives you, um, you know what I'm saying, something to work with or that he wants you to go here and do this, it may not make sense to you, but that's why we don't lean on our own understanding. Have faith and go anyway. All your ducks may not be in the row. Of course, they'll be be um, 
what is it prepared or of course don't just don't you still gotta you know have some type of some type of preparation my mama would disagree because she got crazy face and she jumped anyway so let me not let me not say you have to have some type of preparation because hey some people have crazy faces where they jump and they just allow god to give them what they need as they step all i'm saying is that faith and obedience had to go hand in hand in order for her to execute this so sometimes we have to, you know what I'm saying, like take ourselves out of reality and we got to have that crazy faith. We got to have literally God, God understands, but I don't, but I'm going to go anyway. You know what I'm saying? God, God, if you say so, I got, I will. Let's keep going. The woman left him. Then she shut the door behind her and her son. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. Obedient. That woman was obedient, even down to shutting the door. She was obedient step by step. She was obedient to what the man told her to do. I love this. Like, I just love this story, and I, I don't know. I'm going to keep going. When all the jars were full, she spoke to one of her sons, said, bring me another jar. Like, I'm going to keep going. She's sorry. When all the jars were full, she spoke to one of her sons. She said, bring me another jar. But he replied, there aren't any more left. Then the oil stopped flowing. Like, there was more oil than she could even hold, more oil than she even had room for. You know what I'm saying? An overflow. You know what I'm saying? Still not knowing what's next. She's still obedient. She's still, you know what I'm saying? Pour until she poured until there was nothing, nothing else to pour into. So just imagine that, like what I thought about too, while reading this, is not. Maybe she did. The Bible don't say if she got discouraged or not or got tired, but like, poor, mind you, she brought, she got a whole bunch of jars from neighbors, acts all around. We don't know how many jars she had, but to keep going and going and going, even in the midst of it, it probably still not making sense. You know what I'm saying? And also still just like overwhelmed at Lord, like, how much oil is in here? I could just, um, like, y'all, I'm sorry, I'm just imagining having imagery of like, one, how much oil is in here? Lord, how? Lord, what? Lord, why? Lord, what is going on? What am I going to do with some oil? Like, what is this? You got what I'm saying? Just being, like, mind-blown but still going, still being obedient. He said keep going, keep going, keep feeling as each jar feels. Don't stop. You get what I'm saying? And she was obedient enough to do that. Like, I love that. I love that. She poured until she couldn't pour no more. And it probably took a lot of hard work. Like I said, this, it probably took work, period. It took effort, period. And, you know, sometimes what God tells us to do isn't necessarily hard. To, really, she's just pouring oil, right? But it takes work. You know, sometimes, that we, sometimes we can simply just not want to do something because it takes effort. Because it takes some type of push on our end to get it done or to do it, we just won't. You know what I'm saying? We just want it to happen or we just want the blessings to come she's in debt like she's in debt she owes money she probably just wants somebody to bless her with the money you get what i'm saying but somebody's coming to her saying hey pour this oil you know what i'm saying like and she's still obedient to do it anyway sometimes like i said we simply don't do it because it it takes work and we rather sit there and continue to complain and while we sit on our blessing, while we're sitting right next to our blessing the oil is in that room with her as she's crying with her boy as she's crying, as she's down, as she's worried, as she's praying, that oil is sitting right next to her. Imagine 
if we're sitting right next to our blessings, but we rather sit there and complain rather than be obedient and just go and just do and put in a little bit of work. You know what I'm saying? Like a little bit of work at least on our end. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Our last verse. She went and told the man of God about it. He said, go and sell the oil. Pay pay what you owe. You and your sons can live on what is left. I'm going to read it again. She went and told the man of God about it. He said, go and sell the oil. Pay what you owe. You and your sons can live on what's left. So not only... <laughs> Was their debt paid, but she had an overflow. Like, what? Like, I'm at, like, I just wanted my sons to be saved. I wanted my sons to be okay. I wanted my sons to live. I wanted my sons to not be taken away. My debt is paid, but I also have an overflow. You get what I'm saying? Like, Yes, it'll take a, it's going it's going to take a a little more work to receive the full blessing cuz mind you he did say go sell the oil. <laughs> so we still got to put a little bit of our work in, but it's a promise. Like go sell the oil, you'll have like you can your sons will be all right and you have an overflow. You have more money that y'all can live off of. You and your sons can live on what is left. Like I don't know. I just love this story, like, to live on what is left. Like, God took care. And you know what's also what brought to, what was brought to my attention about obedience? This all could also happen, could have happened off her husband's obedience. He was a prophet. And she literally said, for your woman, for your wife to say, my husband is there, you know how much respect he had for the Lord. His wife is saying, my, my husband respected the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, this could have all been off of the husband's obedience and how God would take care and provide and step up and be the provider even when the husband is gone. Even the, the, the God kept them while, they were, while the husband was here, God took care. And God will continue to provide even without him being there off of, you know, this could have literally been off of his obedience. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, or maybe God is just God. <laughs> maybe God is just a good God you know what I'm saying like but yeah like this is all off of how she had a small jar of olive oil obedience even when we don't understand God will provide you know if you know just be obedient and sometimes it's not you know him asking us to do anything hard he maybe just wants you to go and be obedient how do we it may sound like a big hill to climb but watch him work it out right after you get on step three or four just off of you going and doing and being obedient you know what i'm saying he'll send us exactly what we need exactly what we need so i love this story um I loved it so much and about obedience, and it definitely gave me a push of doing stuff anyway. Even when I don't understand, stop leaning on my own understanding. God will take care of me. God will take care of the situation. God will take care of it. You know what I'm saying? And this is vice versa for whatever you're going through today. God will take care of you. Be obedient. Go when he says go. Do when he says do. God got you. He He hasn't left you yet. He hasn't left you yet. So, um, like, he hasn't le- left you yet, as in he hasn't left you this far. So keep going, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I love y'all. <laughs> I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness. 
Um, make today a great day. And if this scripture or no, no, this lesson, this message has tugged on your heart, you're like, okay, yes, I want to be obedient. I want to trust God. I want to move forward. I want to, you know what I'm saying, whatever, however it touched you, and you're like, where do I start? What do I do? I have Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. Say with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. With your heart, you believe and are made right with God. With your mouth, you say what you believe in, so you are saved. So believe in Jesus, believe in him, believe in God, believe in God, believe that Jesus is the son of God and that He God raised him from the dead. And put in your heart that, God, I, I, I want to do better. Lord, I want to be better. I want to move better. I want to move in obedience. I want to learn of you. I want to trust you. I want to have faith. You know, put in your heart that you want to just, even if it's just, Lord, I want to do better. I want to be a better person. Put that in your heart and move forward with intention with God and learn of him so that you know what good even is. You know what I'm saying? So I love y'all. Follow Ventbreak on Instagram at Ventbreak, V-E-N-T-B-R-E-A-K for spiritual vitamins. It makes today a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.